nature myths and stories for little children by flora j cook this librivox recording is in the public domain sun myths balder the people in the north once believed that high above the clouds was the beautiful plain of asgard odin ruler of asgard mighty thor and many other heroes lived on the plain their homes were great castles splendid with silver and gold in the middle of the plain and apart from the other dwellings stood a pure white palace nothing that was not fair and good had ever dared to enter it it was the home of balder because of his great beauty and wisdom he was called balder the beautiful and balder the good everything loved him the dull rocks and the gray old mountains met him with a smile the flowers opened the birds sang and the water sparkled when they saw his face one night he dreamed that he must soon leave asgard and all the things that he loved the next night he dreamed that he was living in the gloomy underground world the third night when the same terrible dream came to him he was greatly troubled he told odin his father and frigga his mother about it odin in great fear called together his wisest heroes they shook their heads but could do nothing to help him frigga cried it shall not be i his mother will save him she went straightway to himdile who guarded the rainbow bridge bivrost which was the name of the bridge was the only path which led from asgard to the earth himdile allowed only those who lived in the plain to pass over it all feared himdal yet they loved him he could see to the ends of the world he could hear the wool growing on the sheep's back and knew when each grass blade broke into the sunshine himdile loved balder and when he heard what troubled frigga pitied her he gave her his swift black horse and showed her the way to the ends of the earth for nine days and nights she travelled without food or rest she asked everything she met to promise not to harm balder animals flowers trees water air fire everything she asked gladly gave the promise they smiled in wonder at the question who could wish to hurt the gentle balder alas the mistletoe did not promise frigga saw it growing high up on an oak tree it seemed too small and weak to do any harm she did not ask it to promise on the tenth day of her journey she came back again to asgard she told the sorrowing odin and his friends what she had done in their joy they found a new way to do balder honor he stood in their midst while his most skilful heroes hurled their arrows at him at first they threw only small twigs and pebbles everything however had soon proved itself true to its promise then the heroes lost all fear of harming him and threw their warlike weapons balder stood unharmed and smiling among them each day they met on the plain and in this sport proved the love of all things for him the blind hoder was the only one in asgard who could not join in the game he was baldard's brother and loved him very dearly 
hoder was not unhappy but always cheered and shouted as gaily as the others one day he stood aside loki saw him loki was a mischief-maker his jokes were often cruel indeed most of the unhappiness in asgard was caused by loki's unkindness hoder why do you not do balder honor asked loki i am blind hoder said and besides i have nothing to throw here is my arrow said loki take it i will guide your hands alas the cruel loki had made the arrow of mistletoe he knew that this was the only way in which balder could be harmed he longed to see the surprise of the heroes when balder should at last be wounded away flew the arrow balder the beautiful fell lifeless to the ground then all asgard was dark with sorrow strong heroes wept and would not be comforted the earth grew cold white and still the water would not flow the seeds refused to grow the birds were silent no flowers breathed their perfumes into the air there was not a smile in all the world odin said this cannot be balder shall return i myself will go and bring him from hela's dark regions but frigga had already sent a message to the spirit world to beg queen hela to release balder while waiting for the message to return the heroes were not idle for twelve days and nights they worked as only love can make men work they did not pause for food nor rest they built a great funeral pyre and no one was too small to help in the work of love they found balder's ship among the seashore they brought great logs from the forest and bound them upon the deck upon these they placed his beautiful white horse his dogs his shining armor and many things which he had loved on earth when it was finished they raised the sails set the ship on fire and pushed it out upon the sea they sang and wept all night until at sunrise the sails fell they watched the flames die down and the waves wash over the sinking ship as they turned sadly from the shore they met the messenger from hela's regions rejoice he said hela says if everything living and lifeless weep for balder he may return to us there was great happiness in asgard that day surely they thought everyone in the world will weep for balder they had forgotten the cruel loki he sat with dry eyes though rocks and trees birds and flowers wind and clouds were shedding tears when odin found that balder could not return to life his anger and grief were terrible to see in fear loki hid himself deep in the earth under a mountain friggin knew that he was conquered and she patiently waited for the time when balder should again be allowed to bring gladness to the earth and fill all the heavens with the glory of his smile the end persephone demeter had the care of all the plants fruits and grains in the world she taught the people how to plough the fields and plant the seeds she helped them gather in their harvests they loved the kind earth mother and gladly obeyed her 
they also loved her daughter the beautiful persephone persephone wandered all day in the meadows among the flowers wherever she went the birds singing merrily flocked after her the people said where persephone is there is the warm sunshine flowers bloom when she smiles listen to her voice it is like a bird's song demeter wished always to have her child near her one day persephone went alone into a meadow near the sea she had made a wreath for her hair and gathered all the flowers that her apron could hold far away across the meadow she saw a white flower gleaming she ran to it and found that it was a narcissus but far more beautiful than any she had ever seen on a single stem were a hundred blossoms she tried to pick it but the stem would not break with all her strength she grasped it and slowly it came up by the roots it left a great opening in the earth which grew larger and larger persephone heard a rumbling like thunder under her feet then she saw four black horses coming toward her from the opening behind them was a chariot made of gold and precious stones in it sat a dark stern man it was hades he had come up from his land of darkness and was shading his eyes with his hands he saw persephone beautiful with flowers and instantly caught her in his arms and placed her in the chariot beside him the flowers fell from her apron oh my pretty flowers she cried i have lost them all then she saw the stern face of hades frightened she stretched out her hands to kind apollo who was driving his chariot overhead she called to her mother for help hades drove straight toward his dark underground home the horses seemed to fly as they left the light hades tried to comfort persephone he told her of the wonders of his kingdom he had gold and silver and all kinds of precious stones persephone saw gems glittering on every side as they went along but she did not care for them hades told her how lonely he was and that he wished her to be his queen and share all his riches persephone did not want to be a queen she longed only for her mother and the bright sunshine soon they came to the land of hades it seemed very dark and dismal to persephone and very cold too a feast was ready for her but she would not eat she knew that any one who ate in hades's home could never return to earth again she was very unhappy though hades tried in many ways to please her everything on the earth was unhappy too one by one the flowers hung their heads and said we cannot bloom for persephone has gone the trees dropped their leaves and moaned persephone has gone gone the birds flew away and said we cannot sing for persephone has gone demeter was more miserable than any one else she had heard persephone call her and had gone straight home she searched all the earth for her child she asked every one she met these questions have you seen persephone where is persephone the only answer she ever received was gone 
gone persephone is gone demeter became a wrinkled old woman no one would have known that she was the kind mother who had always smiled on the people nothing grew on the earth and all was dreary and barren demeter said that she would do nothing until persephone returned to her it was useless for the people to plough the soil it was useless to plant the seeds nothing could grow without the help of demeter all the people were idle and sad when demeter found no one on earth who could tell her about persephone she looked up toward the sky there she saw apollo in his bright chariot he was not driving as high in the sky as he was wont to do often he gathered dark mists about him so that none saw him for many days demeter knew that he must know about persephone for he could see all things on earth and in the sky apollo told demeter that hades had carried persephone away and that she was with him in his underground home demeter hastened to the great father zeus who could do all things she asked him to send to hades for her daughter zeus called hermes he bade him go as swiftly as the wind to the home of hades hermes whispered to everything on the way that he was going for persephone so that all might be ready to welcome her back he soon arrived in the kingdom and gave hades the message from zeus he told about the barren earth and of how demeter was mourning for her child he said she would not let anything grow until persephone came back the people must starve if she did not soon return then persephone wept bitterly for that very day she had eaten a pomegranate and swallowed six of its seeds hades pitied her and said that she need only stay with him one month for each seed she had eaten joy gave her wings and as swiftly as hermes himself persephone flew up into the sunshine apollo saw her and rose higher and higher into the sky a gentle breeze came rustling from the southeast and whispered something to everything he met suddenly the flowers sprang up the birds flocked together and sang the trees put on bright green leaves everything great and small began to say in its own language be happy for persephone has come persephone has come demeter saw these changes and was puzzled can the earth be ungrateful does she so soon forget persephone she cried it was not long however before her own face became beautiful and happy for she held again her beloved child in her arms when demeter found that persephone could stay with her only half the year she brought out the choicest treasures from her storehouse and while persephone stayed the world was filled with beauty and joy when she had gone demeter covered the rivers and lakes and spread a soft white blanket over the sleeping earth then she too fell asleep and dreamed such pleasant dreams that she did not awake until she felt persephone's warm kiss on her forehead the end phaeton phaeton was the son of helios who drove the chariot of the sun
he lived with his mother the gentle Clemini, in a beautiful valley in the east one day when phaeton was telling his companions about his father the sky king they laughed and said how do you know that helios is your father you have never seen him if as you say he cannot safely come nearer to the earth why do you not sometimes go to his land phaeton answered my father's throne is far away from this valley my mother has promised that when i am stronger i shall go to my father's palace i often watch his golden chariot roll by in its path and think perhaps some day i shall drive the glorious horses of the sun i shall go now to my mother and ask her how much longer i must wait when phaeton told his mother what his companions had said she answered go my child ask great helios if you are his son if you are worthy to be the son of helios you will be given strength and courage for the journey phaeton gladly and bravely climbed the unused path which led to the palace of the sun at last he came in sight of the throne he had never seen anything so beautiful on one side were standing the days months and the old years on the other side were the seasons spring covered with flowers summer with their baskets of fruit and grain autumn in a many-coloured dress and young winter with a crown of icicles as phaeton came nearer to the throne the light was greater than his eyes could bear its wonderful colours dazzled him helios saw the brave youth and knew that it was phaeton his son he took his glittering crown from his head and went forward to meet him phaeton cried great helios if you are my father give me and others proof that it is so helios took him in his arms and kissed him you are indeed my son he said i will put an end to your doubts ask any gift you will and it shall be yours phaeton had always had one wish in his heart and said oh my father let me drive the wonderful golden chariot of the sun for just one day helios shook his head sadly and said that is the one thing which you must not ask to do you are my son and i love you for your own sake i cannot let you do this you have neither the strength nor the wisdom for the great work the first part of the way is very steep and rugged in the middle part even i dare not look below at the far-stretching earth and the last part is full of terrible dangers phaeton would not listen but threw his arms around his father's neck and begged to go helios said at last if you persist foolish boy you shall have your wish for i cannot break my promise i beg of you choose more wisely ask the most precious thing on earth or in the sky and you shall have it already dawn had drawn back the purple curtains of the morning and the hours were harnessing the horses to the chariot the stars and moon were retiring for the day the chariot glittered with jewels which sent the light in all directions phaeton looked upon it with delight and longed impatiently for the great joy of driving it helios said oh my dear son 
go not too high or you will scorch the dwelling of heaven nor too low lest you set the world on fire keep in the middle path that is best and do not use the whip rather hold the horses in phaeton was too happy to hear what his father was saying he leapt into the golden chariot and stood erect as the fiery horses sprang forth from the eastern gates of day they soon missed the strong steady hand of their master up up they went far into the sky above the stars and then plunged downward toward the earth the clouds smoked the mountain tops caught fire many rivers dried up and whole countries became deserts great cities were burned and even poseidon cried out in terror from the sea then the people on earth learned with what great wisdom the path of the sun was planned helios saw that the whole world would soon be on fire and cried to father zeus to save the earth from the flames zeus searched all the heavens for clouds and hurled his thunderbolts from the sky phaeton fell from the chariot down down into a clear river the naiads cooled his burning brow and gently sang him to sleep his sisters came to the banks of the river and wept that they might be always near phaeton zeus in pity changed them into poplar trees and their tears became clear amber as they fell into the water at last the tired horses became quiet and the great car rolled slowly back into its old path but the deserts and barren mountain-tops still tell the story of the day phaeton tried to drive the chariot of the sun the end end of sun myths